Hi there, my name is Dr. Hugh Wegworth and I'm a functional medicine doctor in Minnesota. So if you're watching this video, um, I'm sorry that you have PCOS and in the conventional system, you've probably gone to doctor to doctor to doctor or just never actually had a really, really thorough workup. I'll let you know, if you're suffering from PCOS, you do not need to continue to suffer. What you need is a polytherapy approach, which just means that you do many, many things at one time to move the needle so you can get better. So what I want to go through right now are basically my 10 things that I think are really, really critical that every case needs to be evaluated for. And these are 10 things I probably go through maybe 20 or... Uh, 30 different items that I go through to make sure that your physiology is working properly. Now, if you're looking for some one-on-one -on -one guided help, because this can be a difficult topic to navigate, down below, you're going to see a link to schedule a Zoom call or somewhere on this page to schedule a Zoom call. I suggest that you schedule a Zoom call. I do telemedicine, which basically means that I'm helping people through Zoom calls, and I see people all over Minnesota, all over the country, all over the world. So there's no reason why you cannot get better. Even if you're in Minnesota, way up in northern sticks, you can still get better or anywhere in the country. So let me go over these things that I created, which I think are very, very critical. Okay, so decoding polycystic ovarian disease the top 10 underlying causes that will simply blow your mind. And if you're watching this, I guarantee you that you haven't gone through these in depth to rule these in or rule these out. I talk about uh, things when we talk about low-hanging fruit. You don't want to miss low-hanging fruit. If you're going to miss low-hanging fruit, your case could totally get missed and you not get better. The first thing I want to cover is leaky gut. Now here, you can see this right in here. So this is normal. If you're having two to three bowel wounds every single day, day in, day out, no gas, no bloating, no constipation, no, constipation, no diarrhea, this is normal. That's what you want to have. If you have something other than that, your gut would be considered leaky gut, and this could be causing to your PCOS, your chronic systemic inflammations that's contributing to your problem. Okay, what I want to bring your attention to is this picture right here. And what you're going to see right here is you're going to see the ovaries, right? And that's where the PCOS really sits, is in the ovaries. And then look at this right here, all this orange stuff. That's actually your gut. That's actually your bowels. So what happens if you're not making two to three bowel movements every single day, let's say you have a constipation, that inflammation right by your bowels leaches into your ovaries and causes inflammation and causes hormonal Disruption. Now, everything I'm talking about here is researched, and clinically, I found this to be so. So the first thing you got to do is clean up your gut. That's number one. Now, another thing when it comes to leaky gut, let me just kind of blow this up so you can see this right here. So what you're really looking at right here is this is the, the gut, right? Now, your gut, which I talked about your small intestine and your colon, is literally only one cell thick. So you can see here, this would be your gut. You see how this is nice and tight junctions right here? Then when you get leaky gut, there's things from the outside, which is in your gut, leach in to your bloodstream and cause global inflammation. So you gotta, gotta, gotta fix your gut. If you have any gut problems, that's a low-hanging fruit that can easily be managed through a specific functional medicine program. The second thing I want to talk about is fasting insulin. Now, when I look at labs, I look at labs, where do normal, healthy human beings, females live that don't have hormonal problems? That's what we really want to look at. Now, let me bring you attention to this. And you've probably never had an fasting insulin done. So this is an insulin level right here. And you can see the range here is 2.6 to 24.9. That's a broad 
range. Now, functionally, what do we want this? We want this to be between four and six. So we want your fasting insulin to be between four and six. Now, look at here. This is client here is 38. So the lab range is 24. We want it to be between four and seven. So this is where the finite nuances come in to reversing your case with PCOS. You can reverse your case. You can get better. You just have to have someone that cares about you enough to take an in-depth program to figure out what's happening with you. The third thing is here is uh, hemoglobin A1C. Now, we want to see this. This is the functional range. is between 4.8 and 5.2. If you're not aware of this, this is a marker for 90 days of blood sugar. Like how much sugar do you have in your, in your system? Now, I can see here this client is high at 7.9, and we want this to be 5.8. Now, what I find clinically is all these labs generally are not in the sweet zone when I talk about, when I look at women that have PCOS. So you have to get these things in the sweet spot. And sometimes that just, you have to have a guide, like I'm the orchestra conductor. Okay, let's do, let's do step one, let's do step two, let's do, let's do step three and make it simple. Not throwing a bunch of spaghetti in the wall and hope and praying. There's actually a specific strategic plan on how you can get well. Okay, the next thing we have is homocysteine. Again, this is all research. These are labs that you probably never had done. Is in homocysteine here, what we want is we want homocysteine to be between 5 and 6.5. This is the sweet spot. Now, again, you can see the range there is 0 to 14. And then one of my clients comes in with 44. So this causes massive inflammation, massive hormonal uh, problems, right? And just inflammation in your organs. And on top of that, if you have all these other things that are out, you're just not going to get better. You have to have a thorough physiological workup to figure out where your weak physiology is. I do labs and that's kind of a fishing net. We roll this in and we see, what do we have? What's going on with your physiology? You just can't run uh, a $5 test and figure out, oh, you have, uh, your, your sugar's high. Well, lose weight and metformin. That's that's a model that doesn't work. That's a model that causes human suffering like what you're going through right now. Okay, the fourth marker is a CRP, which is a global inflammatory marker. Lots of research on people that have, women that have PCOS have chronic inflammation. So you see this range here at zero to three. Now, functionally, I like to see this less than one. This is a client here that comes into, into my office and she's sitting at uh, 12.4. Now, one of the things I've created here is if you just click this elevated CRP and leave, this will take you to a very specific page in my website where I talk about CRP and inflammatory markers. So for example, this client here, look, there's a research on some of that right there. Um, so it's very specific on where I lead you to get specific content. So let's say here we want to know more about leaky gut. We're just going to hit leaky gut, and that's going to take you to uh, a piece of content on my blog. And this is a piece of content on my blog where you can understand what's going on. So, for example, right here, over here on the left, this is of your gut, one cell thick. Your gut is one cell thick. If you cut your finger over here, which is on the right, you have to go through a thousand skin cells. So your gut is very, very delicate. 80 to 90% of your immune system is in your gut. Okay, so here, here we have CRP, and the ideal thing is what we want CRP to be is less than one. Okay, now we have low magnesium. You can actually measure this in blood work. Now, in magnesium, we want this to be greater than six. You can see the range here is 3.7 to 7.0. This is my client is 4.6. So I like magnesium to be greater than six. Now, I've also included in here a protocol is 
magnesium is, is needed in 400 enzymatic reactions in your body, 400. So if you're deficient in magnesium, this is going to cause or can contribute to PCOS, which is going to cause inflammation. So if you click this button right here, I go over a whole protocol on how you want to take magnesium. You don't want to take magnesium capsules. You actually want to sip it. So what I've done is, I, I've, is I've created this thing called uh, a personal IV magnesium drip. So this is critical. Okay, number eight, we have ideal uh, levels of vitamin D. So you can see this range right in here is basically 30 to 100. That's the range. So that means if you're at 35, you're normal, like, quote, in the conventional system. That's not true. What we want is we want your vitamin D between 70 and 90. That's the sweet spot. That's where PCOS is going to start to diminish. This is where you're going to normalize your hormones and start to recover. You don't need to suffer. Just there's no education. There's no caring out there. So you know what's going on. So this is one of my, one of my clients that we measured here. And hers was 16.5. And it's not hard to bring up vitamin D, but you need to know where it's at. You need to know how much to take. And you can see now is if we have all these different moving parts. If you get all these different moving parts in a line, you are going to get better. You're going to start to recover. Okay, the next thing we have is glucose. Now, I have a whole very specific protocol because a lot of people, a lot of women I treat that have PCOS have abnormal glucose spikes. So what we want to see is your glucose. I have a whole protocol on this. You do this at home. It's very, very simple. You want to have your glucose between 85 and 120 with or without food. This is very critical. A lot of people that have PCOS, they'll eat something and their sugar will spike up to 150, 140, 150, 160. This is bad. This causes inflammation. So if we can normalize your sugar levels, if we can come, if you can do a home protocol to figure out, do you have this or not, right? We're trying to eliminate all the low-hanging fruit. Is your problem because you have a sugar problem? Either you have too much sugar or you have not enough sugar. Uh, and that's a very common pattern is what they call hypoglycemia. And then you go into hyper uh, hyperglycemia. So you're bouncing all over the problem, all over the place. And this is causing inflammation. So we want to see this between 85 and 120. Now you can see here, this is one of my clients. This is, she is 109, but this is a fasting glucose when you get up. Really, when you get up in the morning, you want to see your fasting glucose around 85 to 95. These are all the sweet spots. Number nine here, we have white blood cell count. Now, when my clients come to me, I do thorough uh, blood work. Now, you can see the range here is 3.4 to 10.8. The sweet spot is 5.6. So white blood cell count of 5.6 tells us that your immune system is chugging along normally. It's not fighting anything. It, nothing's attacking it. Now, I can see this client right here has a white blood cell of 9.9. .9. So what does that tell me? When I look at a white blood cell count of like 9.9 .9, or basically anything above six, like if you're getting into seven, 7.5, I start to think, could there be some kind of infection going on? Could there be like small bacterial overgrowth? Could there be a virus going on? Right. So these are the things you have to look at. And people can have high white blood cells for decades and be chronically fatigued, have PCOS, and it comes back normal, right? Because it's nine, because it's 9.9 .9 in the lab range, but that's not where normal, healthy human beings live, ladies that don't have PCOS. So you want to get this in the sweet spot. So white, uh, so, uh, you know, high white blood cell count. Finally, number 10 is this is DHEA. This is a hormone. This is the most abundant hormone in men and women. And if you have this too high, if DHEA is too high, your body takes DHEA and turns that into testosterone. And ladies, that's not good if you're suffering from PCOS. So you can see this lady right here. 
her uh, testosterone or her DHE was 368, and you see the range here is basically 90 to 340. Now, I also do additional testing, more lab testing, but I wanted to give you the 10 basic things. Now, if we go through these things, and you've never had any, any workup like this, if no one's evaluated your case for the sweet spot and done added testing, these are just 10, then I'll tell you this. There's a possibility that you can get better, that you don't need to suffer a PCOS, and it doesn't need to destroy your life. Like, women are suffering way, way too much. Like, you, God designed you to be healthy and be well. You just need someone that knows how to get you better, work with the laws of Mother Nature, work with the laws that God laid down when it comes to healing, and you can get better. So I hope you found value in this, and down below there's an opportunity for you to schedule a Zoom call. Don't wait another day to get help. Take care. Bye-bye.